this is Olivia Jones, and welcome to Live with Liv. I'll be with you for the next hour with a weekly word, some weird animal facts, your daily dose of good news, and some pretty hilarious, technically true statements. So March is Women's History Month, so today, um, during our weekly word, I want to highlight one of the most influential women in history, which is, in my opinion, Deborah. I absolutely love her, and I think she's just such a great um, role model for not just women, but like honestly everybody. So today's weekly word is going to be in Judges 4, 4 through 9, and then I'll skip down to verses 12 through 14 as well. Now Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Labadoth, was judging Israel at the time. She used to sit under the palm of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the hill, hill country of Ephraim, and people of Israel came up to her for judgment. She went and summoned Barak, the son of Abinoam, from Kedesh Naphtali, and said to him, has, he, has not the Lord, the God of Israel, commanded you? Go gather your men at Mount Tabor, taking 10,000 from the people of Naphtali and the people of Zebulun. And I will draw out Caesarea, the general of Jabin's army, to meet you by the river Kishon, and his chariots and his troops, and I will give him into your hand. Barak said to her, If you will go with me, I will go. But if you will not go with me, I will not go. And she said, I will surely go with you. Nevertheless, the road on which you are going will not lead to your glory, for the Lord will sell Caesarea into the hand of a woman. Then Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kedesh. And now I'm going down to verse 12. When Caesarea was told that Barak, the son of Abinoam, had gone up to Mount Tabor, Caesarea called on all his chariots, 900 chariots of iron, and all the men who were with him, from Herosheth Hagoyim to the river Kishon. And Deborah said to Barak, Up, for this is the day in which the Lord has given Caesarea into your hand. Does, the, does not the Lord go before you? So Barak went down from Mount Tabor with 10,000 men following him. So basically, what's happening here is Deborah was appointed by God to be the judge of Israel at this time. Um, and first of all, I think that's super cool in the first place that God appointed a woman to be the judge of Israel because that shows that First of all, the Lord can and will use women um, just as much as he will use men, um, which can be, which I believe is super encouraging for women because I feel like a lot of time women feel like they can't um, serve the Lord like a man can. And I'm not saying that like women should be in all the same roles as men in like the church and stuff. Like I personally do not believe like women should be pastors and stuff. Like I'm not saying that, but women and men do both have special gifts from God and special leadership gifts that I believe he can use with both genders. And Deborah is definitely evidence of that. Um, but also something that I love about Deborah is her faith. So um, the Lord called her to, well, called Barak to go to battle against um, Sisera. Um, and so, um, Deborah was like reminding him because he wasn't going. She's like, hey, Brock, did not, did the, did God not call you to do this? And he was like, I mean, yeah, I'll go, but I'll only go if you go with me. And now women did not go to battle. Um, so that's why Deborah was sending Brock. And, but Deborah was just like, yeah, I'll go because she had that much faith in God that he was going to deliver it. But then she reminded Brock, when we win this, because she had that much faith, she knew she was going to win. She was like, you're not going to get the glory. She said, the Lord will deliver. So he gets the glory, first of all. But second of all, he will deliver into the hands of a woman, which I think is, again, super cool 
Like, honestly, that is just such a girl boss statement. Like, again, proof that God can use women in incredible ways, just as he can use men. And honestly, and, and again, later on, she reminds him again when he sees, like, the 900 chariots and everything, and he's, like, getting scared. She's like, all right, let's get up. Let's go. This is the day which the Lord said he was going to give it into your hands. So if the Lord said it, it will happen. And I just admire her so much for how faithful she is and how much she trusts the Lord and how how brave she is because she knows that he's in control and that he's going to protect her and he's going to do what he promises he will do. And I just admire her so much for that. And so honestly, I think that not only women can look up to Deborah, but also men. Everybody can take like some lessons from faith and trusting the Lord from Deborah. Um, so I just, I just love Deborah, and like, I want to be her when I grow up. All right, now I have some weird animal facts to share with you today. So first of all, the loudest animal in the world is only two centimeters long. The pistol shrimp can snap its claws so loud that it creates a bubble, which collapses to produce a blast louder than a sonic boom. <laughs> That's insane. I can't even fathom how a little two centimeter shrimp can snap its claws that loud. All right, next up is a great one for all of my entomophobic friends out there. So there are more than 1.4 billion insects in the world per human. So for every human in the world, there is 1.4 billion insects and there's 7 billion people on earth. Now I'm not a mathematician, but that's a lot of dang bugs. <laughs> Okay, this one is more well-known, but I just want to share it because I resonate with it. Um, so, koalas can sleep for up to 22 hours a day. Now, my personal record is about 17 hours straight, so I'm not too far behind the koala. And honestly, I'm pretty confident that I could, like, reach or maybe even exceed that 22-hour that sleep, sleep period. Um, so, the Alaskan wood frog um, literally in the winter just becomes frozen. So, two-thirds of its body water turns to ice. Its heart stops beating, and its blood stops flowing. Like, it literally just freezes. And, like, in biological terms, it's dead. <laughs> but once spring comes, it thaws out, and it starts hopping again, going about its merry way. Like, I don't even understand how this works. And honestly, I don't see how there can be any other explanation other than the fact that we have a genius god who's capable of so much more than we could ever understand. Now, here is your daily dose of good news. James is 80 years old and was, as most 80-year-olds are, retired. However, his rent went up $400, forcing him to come out of retirement and take a job as a high school janitor. Some seniors at this high school believed that Mr. James, as they call him, deserved to enjoy retired life without worrying about paying his rent. These students started a GoFundMe page for Mr. James. The students had a goal of raising $10,000 for him, but after sharing the GoFundMe link on social media, the students were able to raise over $270,000 for Mr. James. That is more than enough for him to retire. It's just so inspiring to see such young people have such big hearts and to see that social media, despite its downfalls, does have its benefit and can be used for good and to bring our world together and to bring like bring help to others in need and it's just so cool to see that even 
in such young people and it's so inspiring. All right, now I'm gonna share some funny posts from the Accidentally the Truth subreddit. So basically these are things that aren't entirely correct or either like the meeting that was supposed to be conveyed is not what someone interpreted. Um, you'll see as I begin to read these what I mean, but these are pretty funny. Okay, so first of all, <laughs> never let anyone tell you what you can or cannot do. Just look at Beethoven. Everyone told him he would never be a musician just because he was deaf. But did he listen? No. Beethoven did not listen. He, he, he did not. <laughs> All right, next up we have a tweet. And someone tweeted, People not from Africa, how do you see the average African? And somebody commented, By traveling to Africa. <laughs> and you know what? Technically, that, that is true. Next, we have a test from a kid in like elementary school or something and the first question is draw a figure to show three-fifths so the kid drew it and then the second question is explain how you knew you had shaded the correct parts of the picture he said I did not <laughs> and I love that because <laughs> because same like I that's me on math tests like I the teacher's like how did you get your answer I don't know I completely guessed like I <laughs> How did you know? I did not know. Like, I, it's a shot in the dark. I really, mm, I resonate with that kid. All right, next up we have a picture of four, four cups, and they all have different letters on them. They have the letters V-O-L-E, okay? And it says, for sale, I'm selling this set of four cups I received as a housewarming gift. Spells out vol, and I don't even like vols. Okay, obviously, that was supposed to spell out love, but, I mean, you're right, it can also spell vol. Um, and also I had to Google what a vole was because I didn't even know what that was. It's like a little rodent and they're actually kind of cute. So like, I don't see what the issue is here with having cups that say vole or love. Just saying. Okay. Next we have an ad for spam on a website and somebody, um, clicked to hide the ad and a little pop-up thing came up and said, why do you, why do you want to hide this ad? And the person clicked, it's spam. And I mean, yeah, it, it is spam. I love that. Okay. Next we have a text conversation. And it says, bike still for sale? Yes, it is. What's the lowest you'll go on it? Two miles per hour. Anything less than that and you'll tip over. Thank you for the advice. All right, now we have a man in a hotel lobby. Um, and he's at the front desk. And he says, hi, I've forgotten what room I'm in. No problem, sir. This is called the lobby. <laughs> it's, I get it. I forget where I'm at too sometimes. And so I appreciate people like this um, hotel manager um, reassuring me of where I am. All right, this last one is my favorite. Did you know the universe is about 93 billion light years in di diameter? That's larger than two football fields. And you know what? It is. That is indeed larger than two football fields. They they are 100% correct with that statement. This has been Olivia Jones with Live With Live on 95.5 The Vibe. It is 1 p.m. Thank you so much for joining me this evening. Be sure to follow Live With Live Show on Instagram and for show updates and feel free to send me ideas for future shows. Tune in next week for more Live With Live.